0: Shout out to Steve train. Jump on the Steve train. We real estate disruptors. And this show is brought to you by our sister company, InvestorLift. Get access to over 2 million cash buyers across the country. Go to InvestorLift.com, put in disruptors to get 10% off. And if you get value today, please tag a from below. Share this episode right now. That way we can all grow together. And this is a live show. So ask your questions for Jamil to answer. You ready? Love it. Thanks for having me, brother. Hey man, it's absolutely my pleasure. You know, one of the things we talked about in the past uh but maybe we'll bring it up again is, you know, you are uh one of the uh the first person that really uh took me into mentor uh for wholesaling. Yeah. And I say, you know, here and there like my favorite Zillow lead of all time. <laughs> right? And so, you know, at that time, uh when we first connected, I was a real estate broker that was uh uh wholesaling. Yep. And you were a hustler, right? So, Right now, you're talking about how important it is for agent outreach, and you, who knows what, what good can come from the it. The relationship. Relationship. You right. want to talk about that a little bit? Of
1: course. Of course. I, you know, I say this, and I mean it, right? Um, if, I, if I disappeared from my business and I said, you know what, uh, I sell Keeley, let's just say. Mm. Keeley's gone. Uh, there's, my, there's still real estate agents that only work with me. Mm-hmm. And if I only answered those five phone calls in a year, I'd make over a million dollars. Yeah, Every year every year from just those five people so you think about that right you think about the relationship approach to this business model and i think it's something that you can't get from direct to seller and you know i've made a lot of fun of direct to seller in my ads but it's 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 not it's not because it doesn't work it works absolutely works it right. works and people make it happen all the time they make a lot of money from it and it's wonderful but i've very rarely seen a direct to seller lead ever lead to a second third fourth 10th 15th 20th hundredth deal. Absolutely not. Where, you know, a relationship like Monique Walker with me, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, we've done over a hundred deals. Right. Right. And we routinely make, you know, thirty thousand dollars or more a month together Mm -hmm. every month. Right. So when I think about that reality, that you create these relationships and these nurturing opportunities just keep coming to you because you do a good job. You provide value and you you're really there to be a a solution. And and when you do business that way and you treat people in a way that they want to have a relationship with you, you know, life becomes this unfolding of incredible things. And my relationship with you is special and it's led to so many opportunities. And, you know, the fact that I'm even on this show for the fifth time is incredible. But, you know, I, I also said it earlier today, Real Estate Disruptors was one of the first podcasts that ever put me on. And um nobody knew who I was, right? Like right. And, and then and then all of a sudden I'm on real estate disruptors and people start recognizing me. I remember when you and I were at a um an event together a, a lady came up and pointed her at me and she said i know you from the tv and i'm like well not really the tv from youtube but it was your show right, right. she and she recognized me from that and that's when i realized you know the power of social media and how much you had done for me mm-hmm. and uh, i'll never forget
0: it dude. yeah yeah so we start off again like i am wholetailing right and eventually you run out of money wholesaling. yeah right there's only so much you can wholetail so you're the one that i was uh, moving all my deals to and then somewhere along the way, right, uh, we go into uh, the Go Giver meetup, ran by Brandon Simmons, yep. another great guy awesome, in dude. town. And it was in this environment that even though we were already doing business together, right, I was working with you, uh, Pace, didn't want to work with me, but at least he would work with my clients, right, for GC work. Um, but we had, you know, this kind of little thing going. And then when I went to uh, We Live 19 right, for Max Maxwell's event, uh, Max Maxwell's event you and Pacer, the first guys like, I'm there. Yeah. And I was like, why are you guys coming? Like, to support you. Like, yeah. And for me, as a person that doesn't, unfortunately, reciprocate the court the same way, it was kind of mind-boggling to me, but that's cool, right? Right. And it led to this whole thing of squatting up. Right. And I still hear to this day from other people, like, why can't we recreate this magic in Phoenix? Right. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: I think what we did that was special, Steve, is we all put our egos in the backseat. Mm-hmm. Every one of us did. Right. Yeah. And we decided that it was more important to develop a relationship with each other, a friendship with each other, a nurturing of helping each other grow, you know, from batch. Look at like what happened with batch, you know, batch leads. It's this, you know, one of the most incredible and known platforms in, in real estate for data. Right. Mm-hmm. You look at, um, you know, you and real estate disruptors and 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 everything that you've done in your wholesale business. And I still tell people. Look, if you want to learn how to do sales, there's no one better. There's no one better in the planet that I would ever say can teach you sales than Steve Trang, right? And, and the facts are, is that we all really, we're good at different things, but we love each other. We, yeah. we really do. And when you take money off the table, you take competitiveness off the table, and when you put love in the front seat, something really magical happens. And I think the reason why people can't create it is because they don't know the recipe. And the recipe is love.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it sounds super simple. Right. So, you know, cause like, I remember still like, so first of all, thank you for saying that, you know, about uh, the sales training. I, sure. I, I genuinely appreciate that. And um, when RJ came out one time, and he was like, what you guys are doing in Phoenix, I said to do years ago. And everyone kind of blew me off. Right. And someone very recently was on the show. And it's like, man, if we could just recreate what you guys are doing in Phoenix, like we do in Dallas, or what if we could do in Dallas, what you guys do in Phoenix? I was like, well, I mean, RJ is trying to lead that effort, and he just keeps sh- getting shot down. That guy's answer was like, "Yeah, I know. There's just too much drama." It's actually like, "I don't know why there's drama. Should, there's more deals, I think." In Dallas, of course, there is. Yeah. You
1: know, there's more people moving there. There's a lot of opportunity. Um, you know, I I, I don't know. I, there, there's there's got to be um, a reason. There's got to be a reason that what happened here happened. You know, we all flowered and bloomed in this beautiful, magical way, and uh, you know, maybe it's not meant to happen somewhere else, you know, or yes, you know, maybe yeah. you know, and other people are going to grow in their in their own ways, and they're going to do their own thing, and God bless everybody, and I hope everyone crushes it, and and that's that, but what we had and what we have unique is the word that comes to mind, right? Unique yeah. and very special. So, I mean. I don't even know if it can be recreated,
0: dude. Yeah. Uh, part of me thinks that's cool. Part of me is that kind of sad if that's true, right? So, and, you know, for you guys watching, we've talked about some of this stuff before. I just want to kind of quickly go through some of the <laughs> major conversations Jamil and I have before we talk about the crazy things he's done since he's been on the show two uh, two years ago. So um, somewhere along the way, you guys launched a uh, Wholesale Hotline. Yeah. That's been an... Uh, Absolutely crazy production. Yeah. So talk to me about, and and this is the essence I think of squatting out. So talk to me about, you know, the wholesale hotline and what that's done for you as well.
1: Yeah. So, you know, Brent Daniels used to rent a little space in the batch office and he had a tiny little studio in there, and and it wasn't
0: um, tiny; was bigger than this. It was a,
1: you know, it was, a, it was a room, but like <laughs> it was great. Let, you know, not not diminishing it at all. But yeah. um, and you know, Brent was very well known, and as very well known on super loud, yeah, super loud, and really kind, and a really generous and really wonderful guy, right? And so, um, we're no no one's really doing like a live Q and A about wholesale, and um, you know, I I kind of bring up to Brent, and uh, I said, hey, why don't we do like a live or actually it was pace first i was like why don't you and i you know do a live q a on wholesale he's like cool so we actually sat down our first episode was like me and pace um with our cell phones yeah i remember that and we're like people were calling in. we're like hello hi and then we'd like put it on the speaker and then you know we actually had little lav mics that we put to the thing like it was so janky it was hilarious yeah. right but people loved it and mm-hmm. we we're like man that was cool That was really fun. And people, live people called in and we answered questions and it was incredible. And then, you know, we realized, Pace and I realized right away that we needed a third head, you Mm -hmm. know, somebody else needed to be in there. And of course we're in Brent's office and Brent is wholesaling Inc. You know, Mm -hmm. he's the, he's the Rhino guy. Right. So we're like, Brent, you want to be a part of Wholesale Hotline? No, officially the Rhino guy. the, The Rhino guy. Right. And so... He's like, yeah, of course I want to be on it. And so the three of us decide to do Wholesale Hotline, and it's exploded into this incredible movement. And you know, we can sometimes get a thousand live viewers mm-hmm. on the show, and um, and that routinely then turn, translates into you know quarter million downloads a, a month, which is right. like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, on a wholesale show like this little world of wholesale real estate, two hundred and fifty thousand people in a month will download this and listen to what we're talking about. Yeah, it's wild,
0: dude. What do you think that is? Uh- has done for you guys. I mean it that. did
1: it did a lot. I mean it gave all of us an, an authority in as being, you know, real thought leaders in the space. But because we gave and gave and gave and gave and like this space of information, it's just we democratized it, right? Mm-hmm. We said, you know what, it's this isn't going to be about money. When people join our communities and they pay a check and they pay something to get a part, they're they're resonating with us and they want to be with the people who are in our tribes, right? right? They're not, not, we're not withholding information from them. And I think that's what used to happen. I think people used to say, hey, uh, I've got the secret on how to do business Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to tell it to you until you pay me. Right. And then people paid them and then they didn't have the secret, (laughs) right? And so that's what happened. And that's why the guru space got so you know, poo pooed on and so many, so many FTC lawsuits and so many bad things happened because there wasn't reality there. The people weren't really doing business. Meanwhile, here, you know, here I am doing 40, 50 now, you know, anywhere between 50 to 80 deals a month. Yeah. And, and that's just my corporate stores, not the 118 franchises I've got around the country. I'm legit and I'm not holding and I don't have a paywall for information of how I do it. Right. I'm telling people and showing people exactly how I do it every day. And they, when they join the community and pay a little bit of money to be a part of it, they, they're in it for life. And they're like, is this for real? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's for real. And why? Why? Because the fact is, is, you know, we've made a lot of money. I make my money in wholesale. I get fulfillment from watching you win. When I, when I see somebody who's struggling in a nine to five and they come home and they don't have enough time for their kids and they don't have enough time for their wife and all they want is to spend time with their family but the 8 hours of their day they're out there trading their soul for 20 bucks an hour that's hard yeah and i know that we have one shot at this life right you get one you get one time one time in this body one time with these kids one time with this family and um it's not worth it man it's not worth it to trade it for so little i mean we say we sell ourselves down the river for so little that it is mind-boggling to me yeah. and I love being a part of people's journeys and helping people get to that freedom and then watching them like today I, I got a FaceTime from two of my students and dear friends now you know Michelle Garibito and Paul Nelson they, they travel the world these two are digital nomads they get on jets um, you know they, sorry they fly first class in the pods all the time you know just incredible they were just in Thailand. They spent a month in Thailand. They made $70,000 while they were in Thailand, astro-flipping, yeah. right? So think about that. These people are in Thailand. They're doing what I ta- taught them how to do. They're living the dream, you know? All When people ask them, what did you do? They're like, that guy. We're, we're not even, we don't even, don't even ask me. I don't even want to tell you. Just go to him. He'll show you what to do and away you go, right? But then they come to me and then they're like, well, what does he got? Well, I'll show you what I got. Mm-hmm. Watch wholesale hotline. Watch my YouTube content. I don't hold anything back. I'm 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 giving you this. I'm telling you exactly what I say. I'm telling you exactly how often I say it. I tell you exactly when I do it. I tell you exactly what softwares mm-hmm. I use. I tell you everything, 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 everything. There's no secret. There's no secrets. So then what do we what do we pay? Why do why, why does somebody join the community? Well, because think about this, right? If you came into a community where there were live deals, mm-hmm. where there were live buyers, and all you had to do was plug in and just start trading hockey cards, mm-hmm. do you not think that you could make a substantial more amount of money than you could just doing this by yourself?
0: Absolutely. So i got to stop you there. Hockey cards. Is this because you're from Canada? Yes. Because no, yeah. no, no, no one, one trades, trades hockey, hockey cards. There's baseball cards here? It's baseball cards Okay, here. well, let's call it baseball <laughs> cards then. Okay, so, um, you know, I... Going back to the wholesale hotline, and even we had a Kegley event, a live event in your office. You know, so we we got four different personalities, right? Um, I'm including myself as the honorary fourth personality here. Yes. So we got Brent, who's like he motivates you, like go out there and do it, right? Like he's the only person. Man,
1: he's run through the wall and make it happen. You know.
0: He's the only one's like after watching. He's like, man, I can't wait to cold call. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who says I can't wait to cold call? Well, if you listen to Brent, you can't wait to cold call. Exactly. Right. Is am I off base there? Is that not right? Not at all. Pace is a way of inspiring you and looking at things a little bit differently. Where, you know, I remember someone came to the event and asked a question, is like, hey, I'm dealing with this, this, and this. And all I heard were excuses, right? Me being, you know, you've kinda of mentioned this before, right? The the Asian parent or the the BS detector, right? These are all the nicknames that has giving me. Robot outside. is one another. another Robot's one. another one outside of here, right? Yeah. yeah. And to me I was like, all her excuses and what I said to him was like, Hey, you got all the excuses you get in the world you want. Like, hey, like just stop trying. Yeah. Right? And I know it's really hard and maybe not the best way to be delivered, right? Pace goes on and inspires the guys. Like, hey, you need to go do this, this, and this. And the guy's like, oh, I didn't think about this. I didn't think about that. I will go do those things, right? So pace is a way of taking your negativity and giving you energy. Whereas I look at you, you know, it's like, oh, you get all the negativity. Well, if you want to be negative, then like- <laughs> See you later. <laughs> just fold up shop and get out of here, <laughs> right? So before we go to your 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 uh, your message, I want your insight, like, you know, What what Pace is doing, what I'm doing, and there's no right or wrong. I just want to get your perspective on this.
1: Well, I was saying this in the interview earlier, right? And I'm, you know, and I hope you don't take offense to the robot, but 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 it it is it is I've embraced this. It is true, and 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 here's the thing, right? When you talk about a sales trainer, right? Sales, it's it's an interesting dichotomy because the more charismatic and the more emotionally intelligent you are, the better you're going to be at sales, right? Right? And so when you are learning from somebody who's using high EQ. And, and high charisma and trying to show you and teach you how to be charismatic and emotionally intelligent and you, you're not, that can't translate. You can't install that into somebody's brain. Well,
0: that's why I said like, Michael Jordan was a terrible coach for a
1: reason. Right? Yeah. Exactly. However, you, on the other hand, are a robot. Yet you are so technical. You are so good at getting the contract that you can take any potato – Install your sales brain into their brain yeah. and they'll be able to do sales. Yeah. Right. So that's what I think. Like, why wouldn't you want to learn sales from a robot? You should, right. because if that guy, if that robot can go and close deals mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to warm up to the seller and he doesn't have to become their best friend, and he doesn't have to mow their lawn mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to do all this stuff. And he just goes in there, says the words, gets the deal, and goes home, right? I'll do that.
0: Right. Right. It's so, repeatable.
1: Yes. It is repeatable. And that and that can be taught. Right. Right. And so that's where I think your superpower lies with pace. I don't even think it's about, he's turning negative energy into like into like action. I think pace has a, has a magical way of explaining the unexplainable,
0: mm.
1: you know, cr- cr- creative finance was one of these enigmas out there that people just couldn't verbalize. Right. They couldn't put it into words where people understood what they were saying. Everyone wanted to sound smarter than they actually were. Right. And so they use all these terms and they and they wrap you up in all of this jargon so that you do what? You write the check. Mm -hmm. You write the check, you give them the check, and then away they go. Right. Right. Well, what Pace did and he does masterfully is he takes story and he takes examples and he explains things in ways that really resonate with people where they can see it in real life. And because they can see it happen in real life, in a real life example through a story, they can relate. And do it themselves. Yeah, and I think that's Paces superpower. He's a storyteller. He's one of the most gifted storytellers I've ever met in my life. And I've traveled the country with him. And I continue to. Tra- I'm going to go on a book tour with him next mm-hmm. week. And he's, you know, of course, my best friend. But he's one of the most interesting humans because you know his energy level is beyond. Like he's really a robot, right? <laughs> because yeah. he doesn't have an off switch. Oh, no, he does not. I do, right? So, so when do I. And, and you know, <laughs> and for me. You know, pushing myself into being side-by-side side with a guy who has no off switch, it made me uncomfortable,
0: Yeah,
1: right? It pushed me to work harder. It pushed me to do more. It pushed me to strive for more. And I'll never, ever, 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 ever forget the way that he lit a fire in me because because of pace, I excelled. Because of pace, I ran when I would have normally walked,
0: you yeah. know? And, we, and, we and so that's, a that's awesome. His parents named him Pace. We don't know if there was a reason or not, right? I'm going to ask you one more question before I go to talk about you specifically here. You know, you and I were hanging out one night uh, at Kegley. Uh, it was a little bit later. And you paid me, I, I thought, it was an incredible compliment. And you said, Steve, you know you know what I love most about you, Steve? I was like, it's a weird question, but, you know, no, I have no idea. And you said it was the authenticity. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that a little bit before we go? Uh, we move on?
1: I think, look, every one of us is born away, mm-hmm. right? We all have these things in us. And oftentimes what happens is, we, because we're social animals, we we feel that we have to, you know, be a part of the herd. We have to we have to dim parts of ourselves so that we can fit in. Um, people that ha- are special, people who find themselves to be special, will will diminish themselves. They'll 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 dim their shine so that they can make other people comfortable around them. And what that translates and that becomes is an inauthentic human being. Yeah. And then when we run on these programs that are inauthentic, we just have inauthentic programmed lives. And then that turns into an inauthentic programmed marriage. And then that turns into an inauthentic programmed parenthood. And then and that turns into a 50% divorce rate. And then scarred and traumatized children. Wow. And, then, and then, you know, the cycle continues. And so I see it as, look, I was born specific with a specific set of personality traits, with a specific set of gifts, with a specific set of weaknesses. And there's things about me that I love. And there's things about me that I don't love. But the fact is, is that I'm me. Mm-hmm. And there's only one So I'm going to do it and I'm going to live it this way. And it's all I can do. And it's what you've done, right? You just said, you know what? I'm Steve and I'm Steve Trang and I'm this way. I'm a robot. I'm this, I'm that. I'm I'm not going to tell you I love you. I hate hugging. All the things, right? (laughs) But yet people gravitate to you because they see what they want to be themselves, which is themselves. Everybody wants to be themselves, but they're being told that it's wrong. They're being told that if you show up you you're not going to be a part of the herd and if you're not going to be a part of the herd then you're going to be on the outside and being on the outside doesn't feel good when you look at maslow's pyramid right it's like it's all survival on the first three rungs it's like what am i going to eat okay where am i going to live okay who, who am i going to have sex with and then it's like all right how am i going to compete and where am i going to belong that's there that's in survival still but then when you get up it's like what's my meaning why am i here and then the top, and it's something about the top of the pyramid that, you know, I was in sixth grade when they taught me the pyramid, Maslow's Pyramid of mm. Needs. The top of the pyramid is self-realization. It's when you understand the divine exists in you. When you actualize as a human being, you realize that you, oh my God, I am I'm I can create. I can create my own experience here. But yet my teacher didn't understand that. Right. Who was teaching it to me, you know? Yeah. And so I think of this and I say, Everybody needs to actualize. Everybody has to realize who they are in this world. And yes, you will stand on the outside of the herd for a while. Yes, you may not be looked at and invited into the crew for a minute. Yes, you're going to feel disconnected for a minute, being authentic. But what will happen is one day you will shine so bright that everybody's going to see that sun of a human that you are, and they're going to say, how do I be that? Yeah. And then your life turns into something. And it's a, it's a risk, but the reward is, I mean, what else do you want?
0: Yeah, no. Uh, uh, something we talk a lot uh, very recently is playing your own game, right? Mm-hmm. And having to, uh, we don't require this permission, but we feel like we do. And that permission is to be yourself, yeah. right? Because we feel like we have to fit in, right? For all those reasons that you said. So going back to you now, what do you feel is your message? What do other people see that, you know, help you resonate with them?
1: Well, I think I've really embodied how not to do it the hard way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right like the thing is is that um I really do try to live in a state of like mental creativity and i and i and I do things in a way that's pragmatic and I do things in a way that's that's repeatable but that will flow to me and 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 I attract and and I teach other people how to attract and yes, you have to lay you have to lay groundwork and you have to do work in order to do that. Like I can't just say that the, you know, I'm going to attract everything that I want in my life. Well, yes, but I have to do things also to do that. Mm-hmm. And I have to be specific ways in order to do that. And I actually actually have to authentically be all the things that I'm saying I am to do that. And when you do that in this like harmonic symphony of, of amazingness, life becomes this beautiful opportunity for you. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, I think it's true, man. And in, in right now, you know, I get, I can walk out of this studio today and um, I could pass away, right? I could get into a car accident on the way home. Now, if I was doing this interview with right, right now, and, and if I wasn't present, if I wasn't here, if I wasn't in my body, if I was my thoughts were somewhere else, if I was thinking about, you know, my wife or a problem or money or this or that, and I was 50% Jamil. Well, if I died on the way home, did I, would I have been proud of that? Would I have been proud of not being 100% here? No. And so every day is a lifetime. And every moment should be one too. Yeah. So be there. Be there. And if you can be there, then it's the, the amount of creativity that can come out of you, the amount of insights, the kind of inspiration that you can pull out of yourself. and, and Because that's where, that's where it all lives, mm-hmm. is in the moment. You know, and I can I can make something out of this now. I can do something with this, but I can't do it if I'm in my head, and I can't do it if I'm depressed about the past, and I can't do it if I'm anxious about the future. I can only do it if I'm here.
0: Yeah. So mindfulness is something that you, you've talked a lot about. At one point, you and I were talking about maybe writing a book about it, mm-hmm. right? So talk I, to I, me.
1: I still intend to write a the energy of money book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So talk to me about. I mean, I know you kind of uh, you spent uh, a minute talking about it, but like let's dive this into a little bit deeper, right? Like the importance of mindfulness you talked about living your life, right? Cause you only get one shot, right? It's not meant to quote Eminem, right? But you only get one shot, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, And and then the mindfulness and then uh, you kind of like touch on it, but not really lean on it was the intent. Yeah. Right. So the intent, pragmatism and mindfulness to live your full life. So can you go on that? Yeah.
1: So like, okay, let's, let's, let's take, let's take intent and attention. Okay. So when somebody is paying attention to you, you, ever think about why they say pay attention?
0: I do now, but let's go ahead and elaborate on it. Well,
1: it's because it's got value to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's the only thing we have. It's the only thing you have. So if you're sitting there having a conversation with somebody and they're not paying attention, they've they're gone. They're in their phone or they're doing whatever, you're like F off. Like there's what what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Right? You pay attention because it's the it's the currency you have inside of you. It's what we it's what I have to give you
0: mm-hmm. as a
1: human being, other than money, right? Right. So when I pay attention to you, I've given you my energy. When I've given you my energy, now I put my, I've put all of the creative forces, I've put everything that I have on you right now, and I'm expanding you, and I'm mixing with you in some way. I am now a part of your energy soup, and that feels good, and that expands and connects, and that creates a relationship. Intent is why am I doing it, right? And so when you mix intent and attention together, it's a nuclear bomb, dude. Right. Like that is the most energetic, incredible thing that you can ever put on a creation. So I'm going to make something, say, I want to create a company. I'm going to put my intent. I'm going to put my, my attention onto that thing. And then it's going to expand. And then that expansion has unlimited possibilities in it. Right. And that's, that's what I mean by, by, by being that way. And when we're mindful, when we're present, now i can actually put my attention there mm-hmm. now because i've come in with an intent to do something this thing ends up blossoming and it's not just me i'm not the i didn't invent that right i learned this there's people in in history and it goes all the way back from scriptures that you'll find in the bible to scriptures you'll find in the quran to scriptures you'll find in the torah to to spiritual texts like the bhagavad gita to you know the autobiography of a yogi by yogananda like there's so many examples in history of great human beings who have understood the magic of attention and intention and then have created beautiful lives. Yeah. And so I'm going to follow what other great people have done and do the same.
0: And what's crazy is today, right, if you guys can pay the currency of attention and and, and operate with intention, there's no better time ever in history to be alive than to leverage these two things together, right? Right. Um, so I wanted to, uh, talk about, you just hit a major, uh, uh, milestone and accomplishment. I saw the video; it was really, you know, it was,
1: I was crying, dude. It was, a, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was, and Yahoo picked it up, which was interesting. You know, like okay. that, I didn't realize that was going to happen, but it was yeah. what a cool thing. Like Yahoo, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'd never been on Yahoo
0: before. So cool. Right. Yahoo. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so talk about this, uh, yeah. talk about what the accomplishment was and what it means to you.
1: Well, we hit 4,000 community members in Astro Flipping, which essentially makes Astro Flipping the largest community of wholesalers that exists, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is pretty big, right? And you think about that, there's so many active people. There's nobody coming out there saying, Astro Flipping sucks. In fact, it's the exact opposite. They Mm -hmm. say, man, this man's changing my life. This community is changing my life. I feel like I'm in a family. I feel like I'm a part of something so incredibly magical. Last night, I was on a six hour and 15 minute coaching call. Who does that? Man. And that was just my Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something like that on Sunday. Yeah. Right? So think about that. I, I <laughs> The thing about it, dude, is I love that community. I love them. I love them so much. And there's only going to be so long that I'm going to be able to do this. At some point, someday, some juncture in my life, I'll get tired. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to want a different adventure. And I understand that. And my wife knows that. And she's waiting for the day that I make that decision right now. She's being my super wife. cool. My wife is also waiting, right. Yeah. Cause we're a couple of planets orbiting each other. And every once in a while we meet, you know, and we have an eclipse and then it's back to orbiting our worlds again. Right. At one time I want to have, it's me and, and her, mm. but right now it's this, and I'm putting a lot of love and a lot of intention and a lot of attention into that community. And I'm doing it purposefully because I feel that if I can give enough people the tools that can free themselves from financial slavery, because it's what it is, man. If I can give enough people, the tools to free themselves from financial slavery, I'll have a made an impact on this planet that when I'm dead, their, their attention, their, their prayers, all that will take me, you know, to eternity.
0: Yeah, man, that's really powerful. It's real. So I want to go back to, uh, there was an event, uh, the family mastermind. I want to say it's probably a couple years ago. Cause last year's got canceled. Uh, was it was basically you and Pace, you're talking about the importance, not the importance, the obligation we hold as, uh, you know, uh, gurus, mentors, whatever you want to call it. We're leading people, people that have given us money to help them change their lives. So you want to elaborate on, on that message? Absolutely. You know,
1: we we have really seen a shift, right? Um, even in the, the guru haters, like they never even talk about us. Mm-hmm. They'll, there's a lot of guru haters out there, but I've never had one put my name in their mouth. Yeah. Right. Or Pace's name in their mouth or your name in their mouth. Right. And, and so there's a reason for it is because they see that it's real. They see that these guys aren't there to cash a check and, and, you know, take your money and run. But that's happened, man. A lot. It's happened a lot. Right. Yeah. And it sucks. It's terrible because somebody went off and believed in you. And then you showed them that it wasn't, it was unsafe to believe in people that it was unsafe to believe that you could have done something more with your life. You took their dream and you, you flushed it down the toilet,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And then that's just another trauma. It's another reason. It's another excuse for that person to go back to their old life, their old patterns, their old habits. You live back in their familiar every day and then just go do the predictable again and, and run down the same, the road that's going to lead them to not even being able to retire at 65, to have to be a Walmart greeter. You know, like the, we see what that end looks like. Right. It's a sad story. There's a lot of people living that story. In fact, it's not just a lot. It's the majority of people living that story. It really is. And it's not how I want to. I have, bro, I have a tool. I've got a tool that gets you out of that. Mm -hmm. I've got a way to live that gets you out of that. Come. Yeah. Let's go. I'm not, I don't want to do this by myself. I don't. I'd way rather have thousands of people do it with me. And so would you. And so does Pace, right? And let's not say thousands, tens of thousands, millions of people, as many as possible. Let's stop. Let's stop with the foolishness. Let's stop selling ourselves short. Let's stop accepting mediocre.
0: So one thing that uh, that really wrong with me when you guys were presenting was like, we got to find the guys who are just, it's just not working for them, right? And so this is where uh, this is where my inspiration is not so great. Right. Um, I'm going to give you every single tool, right? Jamil reaches out to me, not this Jamil, but a different Jamil who's struggling. And he's like, Steve, what do I need to do? I am like, all right, Jamil, it's real simple, right? You gotta do A, B, C, D and E. Go do these five things. Let me know if you have any problems doing it. Right. And you come back, it's like, all right, how's it going? It's like, well, oh, I haven't done A yet. Like, why not? Well, this, 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 and this. Okay. Give you three more things, right? Time block. Let your wife know you're committed to this, right? Uh, maybe, uh, either wake up earlier or, or work later, whatever, right? Ch- uh, check back with me. Month later, hey, how's it going? I haven't done any of those three things. At this point, Steve Trang will give up on you.
1: So here's what here's the problem, okay? So and and I, and I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna show you something that I learned and I and I realized why why those people the ones that get left behind, mm-hmm. um, why that happens, okay? Because what's happening is when 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 you give up on them is because you give them actions. Mm-hmm. right? And you gave them very pragmatic actions at work. If right. they took action, if they took those actions, they'd actually get the result that you were, you were telling them they'd get right. And you know that I yeah. know that. And that's true. The problem is, is that they didn't change, right? They didn't change. And so it doesn't matter how many actions I give you. If you're the same person doing those actions, it's not going to work. Correct. It's not going to work. You need an identity shift.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the reason that the first Part of the astro flipping, you know, course or whatever you—I can't even call it it. It's a flipping. It's a it's a movement. It's a it's a journey, but it starts with shifting your identity. It starts at your soul, dude. When I shift your identity and I moved your identity from this excuse maker, the victim, the you know, the greedy, the competitive, when I shift your identity and I help you identify why those things, those survival mechanisms exist in you. Mm-hmm. And then I give you the opportunity to forgive and release them. And when you put that baggage down, dude, you become so free. You can actually move to those actions Yeah. because now you've shifted identity. I want to wake up every day and I want to be a version of me that's better than the one I was yesterday. Absolutely. Right. And so that's an identity. Every day I have a new identity I have to live up to. Right, and so then I know there's actions I have to take to do that, but unless I shift my identity, I can't get there. Right. So instead of trying to work people from the outside in, I'm working people from the inside out. Yeah. And 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 it's the reason why the success of our community is like I'm not look I'm not I'm not poo-pooing anybody's wholesale community, but if you look at the numbers, and we do, you look at the success numbers. The success numbers of our if you, and you take out just the fact that my, the sheer size of my community is huge. If you, if you take it down and you put it into an average, the success, bro, is like this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, like, my next competitor is here right. in terms of student success. Why? Why? It's not that they don't know what to do. These guys know what to do. They can right. show you how to do deals. They'll show you how to do deals. They've got the sauce, too. Right. They're not fake. They're real. Why is the success this and that? it's because I'm coming to their inside and I'm shifting their identity and I'm bringing them out. And that's when they can do the actions. And when that person does the actions, they get a result. That's going to be 10, 10 X what this guy's going to get. Cause he's still coming at him from the, from the
0: outside. So can that be done though? I mean, I mean, I know that can be done to an extent through, you know, watching videos and so on. How much time are you spending going through that? Because this is uh, something you and I talked about before the show. Right, like I've learned a lot in the last um, year and a half about childhood trauma and how, like, the first eight to ten years of our lives wires and programs program us a certain way, good or bad, or program a certain way, and we spend the rest of our lives undoing the negative programming. Right. So, how much time are you doing this? Because it's for it's, me, a I, lot, it's a lot, bro. Like, yeah. there's
1: people. That's why do you think I was on a call last night for six hours and fifteen minutes? Because there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot of people have to let down a lot of, there's a lot of baggage people have to drop, you right. know? And then, and then, yeah, sure. I'll comp this house and yeah, sure. We'll do this thing. And then, yeah, sure. I'll tell you what, how much the buy number is. But like, the fact is, is that we do a lot of work. We do a lot of this, dude. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of inner work and you do that inner work and the other work becomes easy, man. Calling agents, talking to sellers, man, that's a piece of cake, right? Forgetting, you know, the, the uncle who molested me, that's not mm-hmm. a piece of cake. Yeah. Right? Not that molested, not that I was molested by anybody, but like I'm just saying some people have been, you know yeah. People have gone through stuff. People have had really terrible things happen to them. Inexcusable things happen to them. But if they can't figure out how to let that go, they're going to get stuck, and they get addicted to how it feels to be stuck. Yeah. And when they get addicted to how it feels to be stuck, when they move, their body starts craving those chemicals that, that, they, that it releases in that addiction, and they go back to it. Yeah. and they live in that story. Right, and so I'm. I mean, I spend a lot of time, dude. I spend a lot of time on that. I spend a lot of time on shifting people's identities, and then when they do, it's just,
0: wow. Well, I think that's awesome that you're doing that. Um, You know, I actually drew a line in the sand. I don't know, two, three years ago, where I said, if you've never done a deal before, I can't help you. And it sounds kind of crazy. Like, why would why would a person who sells education, right, sells mentorships, say no? I won't take your money. And it's for this exact reason. I don't feel like I'm qualified to help you undo the baggage because it's not hard to do deals. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get yourself out of your own way to do deals. Right. Right. And maybe that's a poor choice of words, given the conversation we just had. No,
1: it's a great choice of words. And I love the fact that you're so real about it. Yeah. You know, I love the fact that you're honest with it. And you just say, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that work. I want to do that work because I find meaning in that work. Mm -hmm. I do. I do find meaning in transformation. Yeah. I, I, I really do. And then the fact that you can make 50, 60,000 bucks wholesaling houses with the tools I give you as well. That's pretty neat too. It's pretty neat. But when you come out of that and you're like, man, what a bait and switch you did. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I was coming in to learn wholesaling and you made me a whole another man. Yeah. You know, I got baptized this Sunday. Like I, bro, I cry.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know, we talk about, uh, I've shared this before, you know, like I've gone to events, two days events. And like the first day is like mindset and this and that. And in my head, I am just like, God, can we just get like, did they just sell me like a mindset course, right? Like a mindset workshop? Like, I don't want that, right? I want to, give give me the strategies, give me the tactics that I'll execute. I will figure it out. Give me all the tools, I will execute. I have full faith in my ability to execute. And generally speaking, we're pretty good. Not excellent, but pretty good at executing, right? So I'll get frustrated. And it wasn't until years later I realized the importance of what's going on between the ears, right? Mm-hmm. And in the heart. And in the heart, right? Like, well, yeah. most of the information is already on YouTube. You know, I was talking, <laughs> I just spent two and a half days in Prescott with my daughter uh, for a science camp, right? And were, we were talking about some nonsensical stuff. And I was asking the kid, like, where'd you learn this? Like, I just watched it on YouTube. I was like, man, like, there's a lot of information out there. There's nothing you, there's just about nothing you can't learn on YouTube these days. So the what is out there, right? It's really undoing the damage, uh, or, or 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 fixing your mindset. Yeah, that's the key here. Yeah. that's what you spend a lot of time on.
1: I spent a lot of time on that, and I, like it's an interesting thing, right? Um, you're right. It's like how you think, but it's also about how you feel. Mm-hmm. I think it's more about how you feel than it is about how you think, because you know I learned something from Joe Dispenza. Uh, shout out Joe Dispenza. I spent a week actually meditating with Joe, um, forty hours in a week. Wow right? So imagine what I went through. And that was just the meditations. There was another 20 hours of lessening, of learning in that, right? What I learned in that, in that time was that it's interesting that 80% of the neurons between the heart and the brain, think about this, okay? 80% of the neurons between the heart and the brain, do you think that 80% of the connections are going from the brain to the heart? It would make sense because it's the CPU of the body, right? Mm-hmm. It's the other way around. Actually, 80% of the neurons go from the heart to the brain, So really what's happening is our heart is controlling our brain, what Mm -hmm. we think, right? Right. If 80% of the neural connectivity is from heart to brain, right, then we can do so much more by changing how we feel. And when we change how we feel because we're magnets, I mean, we emit an electromagnetic frequency. Every one of us does. We have a North and a South pole. We have a little field around us. We all have a little field. Mm -hmm. And that little field around us is what attracts things and situations and opportunities and people and You know, all of that. Yeah. You can adjust that field. You can adjust that field by the way you feel and the way you think. And that field can be positively charged or it could be negatively charged. Now, if it's positively charged, what kind of experience is you going to get? Positive. If it's negatively charged, what are you going to get? Negative. Bro.
0: Yeah. So you just mentioned a moment ago uh, someone getting baptized on Sunday. Was that like literal or yeah. metaphorical
1: no li- like and I'm not I'm not preaching Christianity on this thing it's people get closer to their to God like in the process and I you could be Muslim you could be Jewish Jewish you could be I don't care man you could you could call it source I don't it doesn't matter to me yeah. but there is something unifying us and I and I, I I use this example okay like they say you know we the whole universe happened from the after the big Bang which which was an explosion right okay Take an explosion, okay? You've seen lots of them on television. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen after an explosion, everything became really ordered? Or is it chaos? Like chaotic, everything's all over the place, right? It's just like, Mm -hmm. you know? All right, so the big bang happens, and then everything becomes mathematical and ordered?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: What? The sun moves at the exact, Thing and the exact rotation with the exact speed and the earth does the exact thing with the moon does the right and Saturn does this thing. And it's all so ordered in such a way that I don't fly off the earth. Mm-hmm. Bro, there's an intelligence out there, man. Yeah, There's an intelligence out there that we're not tapping into, that people are telling people not to tap into, that we're, we're actually pulling the wool over people's eyes by saying to people, see it to believe
0: it. So are you finding this, like, you know, the transformation that is... The most fulfilling part of what you do. So the transformation, not doing your it first deal, it's not traveling the world, it's not big checks. The most fulfilling thing to you is watching people take a step in a shift in identity. And
1: then, well, as soon as they do shift that identity, they're off to the races. Well, of course. The checks and all the things happen. Right. right, And they come because they've got the tool to do it. Like wholesale real estate is a great way to make tens of thousands of dollars a month. Yeah, But they shift their identity into doing it.
0: So right? that's the most fulfilling part for you, it's though? It's massive to me, dude.
1: Because it, it to me, that's like the soul-to-soul connection. Yeah. Right? It's why I do it. And it's otherwise, I don't think that I'd care.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. I had a question here, but I lost it. Uh, so somewhere along the way, right, we talked about Wholesale Hotline, but there was uh, Pace and Jamil, Do America. Yeah, man. And then Pace and Jamil are now doing triple-digit flips. Yeah. So how did we get into triple-digit flips?
1: Well, you know, it came from the same <laughs> – it's interesting, right? So Pace and Jamel Do America was what? About collaboration over competition. Mm-hmm. And the story of how the TV show came was exactly the seed of that or the fruit of that seed, okay? So Pace and I are actually competing on a deal. We don't know we're competing on a deal. Uh, Ryan LaRue, who is a wholesaler, local wholesaler, he's sending. he sends Pace a deal, and he sends me a deal. And I, he sends it to me at a price, and I say, I'll take it. He sends it to Pace at a price. Pace says, "I'll take it." He comes to me and says, "Hey, um, I got a guy who'll who'll you know take it. Can you come up five grand?" Sure. He goes to Pace and he says, "Hey, I got a guy who'll come up five grand. Will you come up ten grand?" Pace is like, "Sure." So he goes up ten grand, and then he comes to me. He's like, "Hey, I got a guy who'll come up ten grand. Will you come?" I'm like, "Come on, dude. Really? Mm -hmm. Like, what's happening now?" I'm like, "Yes, but this is it. Okay." So he goes back to Pace and he's like, I got a guy who'll come up 15 grand. Can he come up 20? So now Pace is like, oh, bro, I don't even know if I can do this. So he sends the deal to me because I was helping Pace comp back then, yeah. right? Not that he needs the help. Then at that point, he didn't want to. He just was, he'd send it to me probably because he didn't care to, right? Okay. And, he was gonna, and he was going to use me to dispo it anyways. So he wanted to know what my like, threshold was to do the deal. So he sends it to me and I'm like, hilarious, you're the guy that I'm competing against here. I'm like, wow. And he's like, really, it's you? I'm like, yeah, man, like we're both we're both bidding each other up here. I'm like, okay, wh- why don't we just do the deal together? He's like, cool, all right. So I drop out, Pace gets the deal and, uh, you know, gets the price back to where it needs to be because I'm gone now. And so Pace closes on it and we decide to do the deal together. So he calls me up and he's like, hey, I closed on it. Why don't you and Bobby come out and we'll shoot a YouTube video. And so he goes live on IG. I go live on IG. And we're like, hey, we're going to be at this address. We're going to shoot a video, do a first walkthrough of this house. If you want to join us, come out. 50 people show up. And um, we walk through this house. And this house is a pigsty. It just so also happened to be owned by a police officer. I'm not using any uh, puns here. But anyways, it was... Uh, it was a pigsty, and it was the funniest like thing, cause like you know I'm like putting on the cops jacket and like all the like there was like a mountain of dust and like it was just terrible. Um, you, anybody can go to Pace's old YouTube and or Pace's YouTube and find that it's called the Real Deal episode one maybe even. Anyhow, it's funny, it's great, it's Pace and I doing our thing, and a production company sees it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're like these guys are incredible, we need to meet them. So they start emailing me, and I don't respond. They start emailing Pace and, you know, he responds. And they're like, you know, we've been trying to get a hold of Jamil. He's ignoring us. And you know, we think you guys are great. You guys are partners. He's like, no, actually, we compete. Like, even better. Mm-hmm. Can you hop on a Zoom and talk to us about a, doing a potential TV show? Pace calls me up. I'm like, dude, none of these things are real. Remember, I was in Hollywood once upon a time. I was trying to be a comedian. This thing, this is all BS. They're going to try to sell us, tell us to pay them 50000 bucks to do a pilot. And then they're going go to go shop it and blah, 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 bro. It's a mm-hmm. scam. He's like, no, they say they're from A and E. Like, really? <laughs> so, they email us, and it's from at A and E Networks. Mm. I'm like, okay, we'll go. We'll hop on a Zoom. Yeah. So we hop on a Zoom, and there it was. They were real. And um, you know, a few months later, there's a production company following us around with cameras, mm. and we're on national television.
0: What kind of doors did that open for you?
1: I mean, you know, having a TV show is interesting and fun, right? Because it, it's a lot of work. Like, don't let anybody tell you it's not a drag sometimes, and it's not hard, and it can get really difficult to do and make a TV show. But you know, I think a thing that a TV show does for you, is it's a it's a massive credibility play, right? Like, it it you're now in the mainstream. You're now just not only, you know, on YouTube. You're on television, and being on television still is a thing. It's still yeah. it's still the most it's the highest level of media that we've got, right? And so um, it opens a lot of doors. It, it basically is the master key to any door I want to open. There were rooms that I could have never gotten into in the, pack, in the past. Um, and now if the email is like, a television star Jamil Damji would like to have a conversation with you, it's like, when? Yeah. Instead of who? <laughs> right. Right? So the W's changed.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the, the biggest door that's been open uh, for you guys?
1: Um, because of the television show, mm-hmm. I think the relationship with our producer has been an incredible door. Um, you know, Brad Holkman, shout out to him. He's a, he's a wonderful person. Um, it's grown our communities for sure, right? It's, it's helped us just elevate the number of eyeballs we have. You know, just straight reach and impact is amplified because millions of people watch you. Yeah. So, um, you know, beyond that, I think we still have our work to do, right? It's not like all of a sudden I'm on a Gatorade commercial. You know, uh, that didn't happen. Right. Yeah. I, I don't have, um, you know, Home Depot being like, hey, Jamil, you're really good at sawing things. Come out here and, you know, hang, show us, show people how to use this saw. No, yeah. like, you know, I didn't get an endorsement deal or nothing like that. But I got eyeballs. And and what I do now, because remember now people are what? Paying attention. Mm-hmm. It gives me currency. Right. Now, yeah. what I do with that currency, I can now use and I can use that to impact more lives.
0: Sure. And then how did that? Where along the way the bigger pockets come to this conversation?
1: I mean, bigger pockets and A and I I don't think really had anything to do. Bigger pockets had made a shift. They made a de- they made a decision to stop poo-pooing wholesale. Because mm-hmm. for the longest time they were like, wholesale is predatory, wholesale is terrible, wholesalers suck. Because let's be honest, there wasn't a lot of good wholesalers out there. People were teaching it wrong and doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they hear about this guy, this person who says he ethically wholesales. Mm-hmm. Who the heck is this guy? Well, let's first get him on the real estate show and let's sit him across from David Green and let David Green hammer him because David Green doesn't like wholesalers, Mm -hmm. right? So we have a conversation and he's like, damn, I like you. I like the way you do business. You're actually, what you're saying makes sense to me, right? Because I look at wholesale as not like going off and ripping off grandma. Mm -hmm. I think what we need to do is pay a hundred percent of as is value. And I take my fee from the potential of the guy, from the potential of the person who's going to realize profit from the deal I sold them. That's where my profit comes from, not from grandma My profit comes from investor. I'm selling potential and I'm taking a slice of that potential for myself. That's the deal. So because I take wholesaling from that approach, bigger pocket said, I like him. Mm -hmm. He's good. And then they're like, well, let's look into his business because they fact check you. They look you in. They look you up. They, right. l- they look at your, you know. They check you out because it's Bigger Pockets. It's the largest community of real estate investors on the planet, yeah. right? And so they check me out. They're like, wow, he passes all the sniff tests. Okay, cool. Um, 118 franchises. Jesus, you know, like this guy's the, the real deal. So they make me the subject matter expert, yeah. right? So I'm the subject matter expert for wholesale at Bigger Pockets, which is incredible.
0: That, Absolutely, it is incredible.
1: It's incredible, right? Uh, you know, like, and I'm and I'm happy to have that role. I'm happy to have that. But then there was these auditions. And again, Pace, man, I'm telling you, the, the way that him and I work is such a beautiful collaborative thing. Like, th- there was this show and, and, and they were doing auditions for it. And uh, Pace auditioned for it. And they asked him, do you know anybody that could be a good audition? And he's like, yeah, my buddy Jamil. Mm-hmm. So he gives my name to them. Pace didn't actually get picked for the show I did on the market yeah. and I'm on that show now. And it's the fastest growing show on the channel. Right. Like it's, you know, we, what was interesting is, you know, uh, Bobby and I went to Denver and we celebrated our 1 millionth download. Right. It was it, within our first year, we celebrated our 1 millionth download. A month later we celebrated our 2 millionth download. Right. So the hockey stick has just been incredible. Right. Yeah. So that show is phenomenal. Shout out to all the cast members of on the market. Um, but that came to me because my competitor pace Mm -hmm. put my name in the, in the ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, bro, like this is, this is what I mean. Like, this is like what you never understand. You never know what you can do when you give. And, and that's the message I hope anybody and everyone who's watching this today understands is that stop living in lack, start finding opportunities to give to people, start giving to people selflessly. Start looking at people's plate and seeing if they have enough on it, not how much they have on it. And yeah. when you live life that way, things will change for you.
0: Absolutely. And you know, you talk about how bigger pockets for a long time has had a negative, you know, uh, perspective on wholesaling. So I remember when I was on the show uh, a couple of years back with Brandon Turner uh, when he was still on, still running it and David Green, and we were talking about it. And they're like, man, like we really like your perspective. Like, how come like you guys aren't like, how come we're not talking more wholesale? I was like, uh, because you guys don't like us. <laughs> They're like, no, we, we, we have no problems with wholesale. I was like, really? Because, like, your forum, pretty. It's pretty <laughs> pretty clear here. Yeah. <laughs> pretty anti-wholesaling. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we had a really good episode. And they're like, yeah, we should have you back. And then I haven't heard anything since. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, it is what it is. It is um, what it is, yeah. But, yeah, I want to make sure we get to the audience's questions. So cool. right before we do that, let's take a quick break. And then we're going to answer the audience's questions. So welcome back. Let's go into the audience's questions. So first question on YouTube is from Tim Turner. Uh, What KPIs are you using for text blasting? Uh, I guess, do you guys text blast right now?
1: Yeah, you use a a system called Astro Blaster, um, you know, text agents. Um, Typically, you want to have, you know, anywhere between 150 to 200 text conversations as possible uh, a day um, with real estate agents. And that can lead to roughly 50 landed conversations. So that's the KPI that I try to to go by.
0: Okay, so uh, how many conversations per day are you having per follow-up so for every three follow-ups how many conversations are there, how for, many? for every
1: three follow-ups
0: or i guess conversations to follow-ups what do you guys have a preferred i mean ratio?
1: i follow up until somebody tells me to stop right so um and even then we give them six months and then i mean we might follow back up but because we're dealing with mainly agents for, and, and and other professionals right so i'm not talking to people that are on the do not call list i'm never calling homeowners mm-hmm. you know so it's a different different situation, different legality for me. It's different dynamic. Yeah, different dynamic altogether. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and B two B, there's no DNC list. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marcellus on YouTube, how would you go about wholesaling houses on the MLS in a crazy market like SoCal?
1: Um, I think you know it's a it's a actually a limiting belief that you think the market in SoCal is super crazy. In fact, it's softened really quite a bit. It has. It has softened a lot. And, yeah. and agents are hurting over there right now. And if you can talk to an agent and really just get right to the brass tacks and mm-hmm. say, look, I've seen this house. has been sitting on the market 60 days. It's not moving. I want to ask a question. You know, is your seller really motivated? That's it. And then hear what they have to say. Yeah. Of course they are. Of course. Why would they have listed the house? Okay, well, because it's not selling. So there's, one, there's only one thing that's not selling it. It's priced, It's overpriced. Now look, I'm, I'm a buyer, I'm a legit buyer. I, I can give you a number. It's not the number you're listed at, I promise you that. But there's a number this house trades at. I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna do my research and I'm gonna come to you with the highest number I can pay. And if that makes sense, will you represent me? And we'll see if we can make the deal happen. Yeah. So I give the agent A, the incentive of dual representation, which is pretty good for a lot of agents, right? Especially if you're hurting right now. Especially if you're hurting right now. Secondly, I'm coming to them with the reality, mm-hmm. right? Your house has been on the market 60, 80, 90, 120 days. It's yeah. not selling, right? So let's really get to the reason why. It's condition sucks. You're overpriced. That's what's wrong, mm-hmm. right? So let's fix that. We get to the right number and we'll do a deal. Right. So that's how I do it. I think if you feel that SoCal's a crazy market, you're looking at the wrong houses, um, there's there's a lot of opportunity.
0: There was a a gal who spoke um, I was at your event for Astro Flipping Mastermind. It was an incredible honor. Uh, Thank you for allowing me to come on there. Um, There was a gal that spoke after me, uh, and she talked about the same thing, right? And she goes through, like, her model and and this and that and how she presents it and everything else. Uh, Remind me again, was she in California?
1: Uh, I've got a lot of Californians doing really well. Yeah. I've I've got people in some of the toughest markets smashing it, right? We're talking, like, the Pacific Northwest. We're talking California. We're talking Oregon, like... People are doing incredible business in markets that everybody, bro. I've got so many astro flipping students crushing it in Phoenix, where Keegley's headquarters is. Yeah, getting deals that I'm not getting. Right, I, the the whole concept of it, the scarcity mindset that there's, it's hard, it's too much, it's too competitive. It's that's just an excuse. It's an excuse not to do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ryan Zolan, uh, what's up, bro? A friend of ours says YouTube changed my life. And thousands of others, Astro Flipping is incredible. 10 out of 10, we recommend for others to join. So, Thank you, bro. Thank you. Incredible, incredible recommendation there from our good friend Ryan Zolan. Uh, David Castillo on Instagram, what's the meaning of life? And that normally can sound like a silly question, but I think really relevant today.
1: Yeah, I think think the meaning of life is for you to find your purpose and then share it.
0: Mm -hmm. That's it? So um, what are some actionable items? For someone to well, figure that out. I
1: mean, first you got to get real with yourself, right? You got to look at what are my gifts? Like, what was I, my purpose is in basketball,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, I, and I get, and I had to get real with myself. I, I, you know, I like to use this exercise where I say, go look at a baby picture of yours. I put one up on Instagram the other day. Right. And, um, you know, go look at a baby picture of yours and who does, who did that baby want to be?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, what, what did that little kid when you were a young kid, like, what were the things that used to make that kid smile? And then, like, really go back to that essence of that that young, unlimited thinking human being. And then start to develop a new story about your gifts and what things are you really good at, what things, like, mean something to you. And when you can find things that mean something to you and you can find enjoyment in doing them, then you can actually create something from that. And if that becomes enjoyable for you to create it, and then you can share that with other people. I yeah. mean, what... Else would, what, what else would you want?
0: Yeah. It goes so much in line with what you are saying. you only get one shot on this planet. Yeah. Right? It's actually something that Paul Sparks and I talk a lot about on The Whale Club. and It's that figuring out what your game is, knowing who you are, knowing your superpowers, and being very clear on your purpose and why, and then living a life as close to that as possible because you don't, like well, the, the, the words we say, is the biggest risk in life is not living the life that you want, right? Like, what was the point? What was the point of waking up? What was the point of brushing your teeth, running the day? At the end, when you go to bed every night, you're, like, dreading the next day.
1: I mean, it's... And the sad fact is, is there's, like... Bro, there's just... It's so many people living that. Yeah, It's so many people. Good people. Really good, genuine, like, humble and and loving human beings that are living in that because they're that's just what they've been told they're just doing what they've been told
0: and that's one of the things you know uh for us our mission right we talk about creating 100 millionaires but truly the metric we, we quote on the show is 100 internally there's actually no number right it's just to create millionaires and millionaires is just a way to measure how many people have been able to live a life free of bonds right free of obligation and can actually look forward and enjoy what they do every day. You know, uh, I get in trouble because I don't really enjoy vacations, right? Like I feel like when I'm on vacation, I kind of go through the motions, like I have to be enjoying this, right? Yeah. Uh, but I feel like every day is a vacation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so like, that's what you are saying, what I'm saying, we say it slightly different ways, but we want to help as many people get out of feeling this obligation and dread and living a life uh, that, uh, finding your true purpose and sharing it.
1: That's it. That's the meaning of it, isn't it? Because yeah. like, don't you feel free?
0: Feel free if you feel fulfilled. Me too. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, David, for that question. Uh, Marcelo's on YouTube. Uh, how many markets can you do in Astro Blaster software?
1: Um, you know, you're typically limited to a, a, like a couple, but if you message support and feel that you're um, needing to move or change, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take care
0: of you. Um, and then, uh, John Robinson on Facebook says, thank you, Steve Trang, for introducing me to Pace, who introduced me to Jamil, who introduced me to Brent Daniels. So awesome. Right. It's this, yep. this circle that we've talked about and, uh, what we, you know, again, that, that magic we were able to create years and years ago. Uh, YouTube hung wants to know how long do you suggest to really give wholesaling a shot when you are a father or two who already works full time?
1: I mean, until you hit dude. Why do you want to give why why do you want to give yourself a due date? Yeah. You know? Like
0: put an expiration date on your game. Yeah, why you, why dreams. yeah,
1: why are you going to say like okay, at this at this many days I give up. Go until you go. Yeah. That's the reason why when somebody's in a part of my community, they don't get they never leave. Mm-hmm. We don't have a time limit. They you know, a lot of these things they've got like 6 months and then bye-bye. Mm-hmm. It's your you're an astro for life. Yeah. right? And you always are welcome to come onto the calls. You're always welcome to be a part of the community. You're always welcome to come, hang out, be be in it, you know? I don't think that everybody's going to get it right in the same amount of time. I've got people who come in and they get a they get a deal done. They they snap, you know, 50,000 bucks in a few weeks. I've got people who come in and they're taking them six months. Everybody's different, yeah. right? Because they got different things going on in their life. They got different hours available of the day. They got different you know, stressors and factors that are, uh, you know, creating their situation and reality. But the fact is, is that if you keep going and if you never quit, and if you really just keep knocking on the door, eventually it's going to open. Yeah. And, and then when you walk through it, you might just be on the other side of everything you ever wanted.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A uh, lot on YouTube. What marketing advice do you have for people now that you didn't have a year ago?
1: I think right now, um, you know, I wouldn't be really bullish on fixing and flipping, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think that you can buy some really good deals though. So right now what I've been doing a lot of is buying and holding. In fact, I, I'm, I was never a big buy and holder. I've, I've never been known as somebody who buys and holds, mm-hmm. but I have been buying and holding. In fact, I'm buying up my neighborhood where I live. I'm yeah. buying up $2 million houses for a million dollars. And I'm renting them out for like 10 grand a month. Yeah, and you know, it's I'm only a handful of houses away before that becomes ten, and then I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a month on my passive income, and then I can wake up and look at my wife and say,
0: "Are we done? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Maybe, maybe not.
0: Yeah, it's hard to say. It's hard to say because I think that's one of the challenges we have, right? As as uh, entrepreneurs, is you know, when is enough enough, and we can quantify it, and we can say, you know, like if I can get this much passive, I can do everything I want to do. But I wonder if we get to that passive number,
1: if you'll actually stop. I don't. I don't know if I will. Natalie says there's no chance I'm quitting. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, she, she's also really like the most supportive and incredible woman in the world, right? Like she doesn't. She doesn't ask me to. Mm-hmm. Um, she always says, "Listen, honey. You, you know, you're on your trip, and I'm on mine. And what I love about you is that you don't ask me to be on yours. And 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 I love that. Um, you you know, I don't want you to be on mine. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're not trying to be. So. We can continue doing what we're doing and loving each other. You know, love is a funny thing. I had a student on the call yesterday. She was so mad at her husband because he wasn't being supportive. And then, you know, she was doing all the work. And then also, while she's doing all the work, he's not working right now. So he won't even help her with the stuff in the house. And she was just going on and on and on about it. And I said, okay, well, look, you love him? She's like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Well, I think what you think love is is an exchange of benefits. You do this. I do this. That makes me happy. You make me happy. I love you. I love you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's not love. Love is not an exchange of benefits. Yeah. Love is unconditional. Love is you do whatever the hell you want, and I'm gonna love you anyways. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And if you don't have that, then you've got an exchange of benefits, not love.
0: Right. How was that received?
1: Um. Actually, her 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 phone froze, and um, I went on to the next question. Yeah. I didn't get to hear it, but her husband heard it, you know, and, and I don't know if he hit leave or end or I don't know what happened. Yeah. Um, look, it was what it was. I, I gave the realest answer I could have given.
0: Well, I mean, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Right? Like this, it, um, it was something I learned a long, a long, long time ago, right? Stephen Covey, you know, like, hey, I, I don't like this about my wife. Love her anyway. But she does this, this, and this. Love her anyway. What about this? Love her anyway. And eventually, it'll, it'll work out. Or if it doesn't, you've put everything out there. You've done everything possible. Yeah. Right? And if it doesn't work out after you've done everything possible, then it's just it is what it is. Yep. Yeah. Uh let's see here. Uh Lahada says calm glasses, Jamil. So uh, what? The calm glasses. Uh. Yeah. Uh is Keegley available in Illinois?
1: Um I don't believe we have a franchise right now in Illinois, but I got a lot of astro-flipping students in Illinois that you could JV with and do deals with, so send me a DM and I'll connect you to them.
0: Yeah, and then you've got a book coming out. I do. Talk
1: about it. Um, the first wholesale book ever uh, published by Bigger Pockets mm-hmm. that'll be in a bar- Barnes & Noble. Can you believe, I just, I, I want to I just say this, okay? We, Pace and I were the first television show, national television show, that ever showed a wholesale deal being done on television. And now I get to be the first person that ever has a wholesale book that's gonna be in a Barnes and Noble. Yeah. That's incredible, right? Uh, so Bigger Pockets gave me the opportunity to write the wholesaling book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's that you can pre order it right now. I'd love it if you did. Biggerpockets.com slash wholesale book. Check it out.
0: There you go. Perfect. Biggerpockets.com slash wholesale book. So um I want you to think about some last thoughts you want to leave the listeners with and make a couple of quick announcements and then we'll get back right back into it. So, uh, guys, we do have our webinar uh, coming up. Actually, let me go ahead and skip that. Uh, cut that out later on. <laughs> uh, we do have our sales leadership event coming up. Uh, if you guys are interested, if you guys have uh, a business where you got salespeople and they're not working the way you thought they should be working, more often than not, what we've found is because of the way you lead them versus of the salespeople. So... If you're not getting the kind of results you want from your salespeople, you gotta figure out what are the things that you're doing that are working, but more importantly, some things that you're doing that aren't working. So if you wanna learn how to lead your people effectively so that you can have consistent, predictable revenue, go to disruptors.com salesleadership and maybe we will see you in June. Um, and then if you have value today, it's a little bit different, but it's a conversation I dearly enjoy with my good friend, Jamil. Hit the subscribe button right now and make sure you tune in next week. we got Eddie Speed coming in to be talking about creative finance. All right. Finance. Finance. You got to say it like Eddie does. Yeah. Finance. (laughs) So what are some last thoughts you want to leave everybody with? I just, if
1: you're watching this right now and you're like, man, you know, I kind of feel like maybe I have been trading myself in. Maybe I have been letting myself down. That's okay. It's okay. Look, everybody starts somewhere. Right, Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean because you've been in this pattern of giving up on yourself or or just like continuing habits and thinking life is going to be different, but you're doing the same thing. That's insane, right? Um, It's okay that you just stop. It's okay to make a decision to say, you know what? I'm going to break the pattern of that old me, and I'm going to choose something different today. I don't know what that different thing is. It might be I'm not going to eat this thing today. Maybe I'm not going to smoke weed today. Maybe I'm not going to have this drink today. Maybe I'm not going to, you know, be a D-bag to my wife today. Maybe I'm going to do this one different thing today. But choosing a new thing and then doing that again and then doing that again and then doing that again creates a new you. And you do that enough times and you stack up those little wins over time. A year from now, you're going to be a completely different person. And that person could have so much, such a different reality. Cause I look at I look at versions of me, right? And there's been a few, right? There's a fat one. There's a you know a, there's lots of beards. I've had a lot of you know different <laughs> beards, and people have comments about them. Thank you, YouTube. Um, but there's there's versions of me, right? And mm-hmm. and each each and each of them have had different philosophies, different personalities, different perspectives, and different growth. And you know, the thing about being wise is like, wisdom is a memory without emotion. That's it. Mm-hmm. Wisdom is a memory without an emotion. So now that I can remember this happens and it doesn't create an emotional response in me anymore. Now I'm wise to it because I'm not mad about it anymore. So find out what it is right now. That's you're addicted to that. You're, you're holding on to, that's keeping you down that you're what, what piece of negativity or what piece of baggage or what, what are you holding on to right now? That's stopping you from doing the one thing. And then, Put that thing down and do that one thing. And if you can do that over and over again, watch your life change.
0: Yeah, that's so deep. It's real. Uh, how can someone get a hold of you?
1: You can find me on my YouTube. It's uh, youtube.com slash Jamil Damji um, on IG at jdamji.com. Or I might just pop up in your Facebook feed and ad. So uh, <laughs> click the link.
0: Yeah, if you guys have been on my YouTube channel and you have not seen Jamil, I don't know what you guys are paying attention to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Love Always you, a pleasure, bro. my friend.
1: You too, man. Thank you for having me back.
0: See you guys later. Peace. Shout out to Steve Train. Jump on the Steve Train. We real estate disruptors.